This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. And today I have a question from... um, from Jake, actually. And Jake says, Hi, Annie, I'm 45. I've had a drink problem since I was 16. I've had a very good life and done well despite the drinking. But I've been sober now for several months with the help of your book and very much now see drinking as the enemy, not as my best friend. However, over the last few weeks, I get angry with just about everything and everyone with no reason. And I feel the sense of emptiness with no real purpose. Any ideas of how I can snap out of it? So, um, Anger is a really interesting question because I think that when you experience something sort of yourself, you know, you can relate to it and you can tell your own stories. And of all the things that I've experienced, depression, sadness, anxiety, anger hasn't been a big one for me. So answering this, I had to do a bit of research and I actually had to ask some people who do kind of experience anger. And I actually went out and reached out to someone who's an anger coach And there were some fascinating things that I learned and some techniques. So the first thing is kind of, I learned that anger is actually a secondary emotion. So what that means is it is a mask for another emotion. So for example, say you feel angry with your children because they are misbehaving and being mean to each other. And that anger feels very real and it's very intense. What that's actually covering up is probably some sort of parenting insecurity about what did I do wrong that these children are not well-behaved and nice people and I feel like this is somehow my fault. So there's fear and insecurity there. And apparently, under almost every instance of anger, there's an underlying emotion that is what you're truly feeling that you're covering up with anger, which I just found fascinating. And then I started to think about it with every time, you know, uh, people in my family get angry or I've been angry or every instance of anger, I'm like, oh, that's true. And the interesting part is that anger is actually a socially acceptable emotion, especially for men. So it is acceptable to be angry much sooner socially than it's acceptable to show vulnerability or to cry or to feel threatened or any of these other things. So when we feel uncomfortable, when we feel vulnerable, when we feel uh, insecure, when we feel threatened, we manifest that in anger very naturally and very easily because it's socially acceptable because people get it. Oh, I understand being pissed. I understand being upset, whatever. And so it's really socially acceptable. So uh, that's kind of the background that I learned, which I just found completely fascinating since I, I didn't know much about anger at all. But then, you know, the advice behind that was to look then beneath for the secondary emotion and try to address whatever that is. And it will always be there. You just have to put on sort of your sleuthing skills and figure it out. And then I also got from the anger coach I talked to, I got some really tangible things. So uh, one is to change your state via your physical body. And this just goes back to science and neurons and how your uh, muscles work together that if you can change your state physically, a cold shower, a run, getting, you know, a, a screaming maybe at the top of your lungs and into a pillow or something, doing something physical, releasing something physically will release that anger emotionally, which I thought is really powerful. And equally with the things that I deal with, anxiety, stuff like that, changing your physical state, you know, even 10 jumping jacks just out of the blue absolutely does change your emotional state, which is really powerful. 
the second piece of advice is to realize that anger is in a way somewhat self-indulgent. So instead of addressing what's really going on, you are coming through with anger. And when you think about it that way, um, it becomes more of a, it's a bit more of a protective selfish emotion and, and just realizing that can really help you overcome it. Uh, the next one I tried with my kids and this was, it was like a miracle. I couldn't believe how well it worked. But basically what you do is when you're angry, you say, how mad am I on a scale of one to 10? And if it's an eight, then you try to turn it up to an 11 and you just try to make yourself madder. And I had my kids do this and they were just yelling and fighting with each other. And I was like, how mad is everybody? One to 10. And they're like, I'm an eight, I'm a nine. And I was like, turn it up to an 11. And they just like looked at each other and burst out laughing. It was the funniest thing. But apparently when you try to make yourself angrier, in a state of anger, it just dissipates. It goes away. And I'm certainly going to try this myself when I get angry next time. But I, you know, again, this is from an anger coach who, who said this is really useful and really worked. Um, and then the best long-term solution that I found was mindfulness because mindfulness and just even a breath or two a day of realizing where you are creates that space in your brain so that before that anger pours in, you just have a fraction of a second of, ah, and just that tiny little bit of space helps you to get back completely in control of it. So anyway, I hope this helps. It was a really interesting question for me to answer and I appreciate it. Did you miss this Naked Mind Live? Do you maybe have a little bit of FOMO? But don't worry, I've got you covered. In fact, I had the entire event professionally recorded and it's available digitally. Transformation in your living room. Yep, that is what it's all about. You can grab your digital ticket at thisnakedmind.com forward slash digital ticket. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.